Welcome to Intuitive Astrology with Molly McCord. Thank you for joining me today for this Monday podcast episode where we focus on a specific astrological topic or theme. And today we're looking at the powerful incoming energies that begin in March. March is one of the biggest energy months of 2023, where we have an influx of changes and shifts, and we also have Pluto entering Aquarius for the very first time in nearly 250 years. So this is the biggest energy signature, although we have multiple things unfolding throughout the month of March that really turn up the dial, turn up the energies, and make it a time of being so intentional and conscious with your energy that you're really applying everything you've learned, everything you've moved through, and everything you've realized about yourself up to this point on your journey. Now, when I look at the energies of March, there are four big astrological themes that stand out. So we're going to go through each of those four themes to provide an overall understanding of how to move through these new energies as they come in. Now, I have already done specific podcast episodes for you on these topics. We have covered Saturn in Pisces for 2023 in two separate episodes, and I have been talking about Pluto in Aquarius as well since the middle of 2021. So I have other podcast episodes for you that do more of a deep dive into those energy signatures if you want to listen or listen again and check out those other episodes. Now as March begins, we are going to have a dance occurring between three planets in Aries and this would involve Venus in Aries, Jupiter in Aries, and Chiron in Aries all making conjunctions to one another between 11 and 14 degrees of Aries in your chart. So you want to identify where you have 11 to 14 degrees of Aries, which house or houses this is for you because this is where that Aries energy of a initiation, new beginnings, and moving ahead are really strong for you. The Aries energy is about what's next, what is calling to you energetically, where you're feeling excited and motivated, where the energy is rising up for you to trust and to follow, to just see what happens, to just see what unfolds. And so we're going to have Venus conjunct Jupiter on March First, this occurs at 11 degrees of Aries. Then Venus will travel on and make a conjunction to Chiron March 3rd and 4th at 14 degrees of Aries. Then March 10th through the 14th, Jupiter is conjunct Chiron at 14 degrees of Aries as well. So there is a lot here that is coming up to your awareness around how you're different now, what you have healed and where you're ready for your energy to go out, to make moves, to do something that feels energizing and exciting. You're inspired. You're ready to go. All of this is the Aries energy igniting you. So you want to be aware of what is igniting you, especially the first half of March. March 1st through March 14th is when this energy is very strong. 
Now, with Venus here, Venus brings in something that wants you to feel good about who you are, that wants you to fully own your energy with confidence and strength. There's an independence with this Venus in Aries. She desires to do things on her own terms and to have the room and space to trust herself. So this is where you could feel something quite powerful that you're sensing is important, is special, something that just seems like a yes. And then when you have this Venus conjunct Jupiter, Jupiter amplifies, brings in more potentials and possibilities. Jupiter makes things easier and it's also a benevolent spiritual protection. So there could be a sense here that the new thing or where you're ready to get the energy going is beautifully protected, that there's a divine energy guiding you or working with you opening up this new adventure in a very clear way because of how Jupiter amplifies and exaggerates. So this can be a very feel-good energy where you're just ready to go and excited. There's also a sense here that it is something new and different. This is new territory. We haven't been here before. And it's also based on what you've already completed and what you have healed or shifted within yourself. So we have the energy of Chiron in Aries and Chiron is at 14 degrees of Aries where it was previously in May and October of last year. So in May and October of 2022, Chiron was at this 14 degree point and it's not returning to 14 degrees of Aries for about 49 or 50 years. So here we have something that you're meant to see how you've healed, shifted, and grown, what you've been moving through since last May that now could feel like it's resolved, it's closing out, it's no longer deeply affecting you, and there's something here that you feel has shifted in your own frequency. So this is where we are being pushed and nudged by the universe to trust ourselves to go in a new direction, to trust what is speaking to your energy in a very personal way that you're deeply feeling. And with this Jupiter influence, with Jupiter conjunct Chiron, there could be a renewal that you're feeling. You could have a sense of, wow, I've really purged, detoxified, and moved through some big things. I'm feeling how much I've shifted, and I'm feeling alive in a whole new way. And that is part of the Aries energy as well, is that it wants you to be excited about your own existence, to understand what you can create next and what you can move towards next. So the first half of the month, we do have a lot of activity in the Aries parts of your chart. Now, yes, we do have some of the asteroids and dwarf planets there as well. We have Juno in Aries. We have Vesta in Aries. And then in the month, we're going to have the Aries new moon and the Aries equinox. So there is a clear message here around new, 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 but it's based on experience. It's based on what you've already been working through. So the energy could show up as something that delights you, inspires you, gets you excited about what you're moving into, what you're moving towards. 
And it really feels like this opening, an expansive opening. You could also feel that your root chakra is more balanced, centered, and cleared. You could feel like there's a strengthening as well in your energy. So certainly trust that as one of the main themes in the first half of March. Now also in the first half of March, we have Saturn entering Pisces. This occurs on March 7th as Saturn makes his ingress into Pisces for the first time since the mid-1990s. Saturn was last in Pisces in 1994 to 1996 and now is coming into this part of your chart and will be moving between 0 and 7 degrees of Pisces in 2023. And so I do have separate episodes for you talking about that even more and how Saturn is very much about the 3D energy field, the physical, the practical, the tangible. And as it moves into Pisces, it brings our awareness to what is true, what is real, and what is not. What really is something that can be grounded and manifested. I feel like Saturn in Pisces can be incredible at realizing a next level dream, at having things come together in your life in a very clear, supportive manner and show you how to make that dream a reality. And that is one of the highest expressions of Saturn in Pisces. Now, Saturn also brings in those reality checks, the karma, what needs to be looked at and assessed, what needs to be understood, where there is responsibility and maturity required. So we're going to have those lessons come up as well as those abilities to check in with ourselves to understand how am I handling these Pisces energies in my life and also understanding what is not working, which Saturn will reveal. Because Saturn is about what is effective and what is not. What is the best use of your energy? So there will be reality checks that come into the Pisces areas of your life and can also show you what you are actively applying in your own spiritual growth and your spiritual journey. Those are also domains of Pisces. Pisces is about how we've been in a huge time of spiritual growth, especially since we've had numerous planets moving through Pisces since 2003. And I did do another episode for you talking about the Pisces parade of planets, which is where we've had Uranus, Neptune, Chiron, Jupiter, and now Saturn moving into Pisces. So moving through this area of your chart and really bringing our attention to our own spiritual growth, our spiritual mastery. And here comes Saturn asking you to really assess for yourself what is working, what is supporting your energy, what is helping you in everyday ways. Now, this can be as simple as understanding how you move energy, how you're able to let things go, any processes you've put in place to support your energy. And by process, I mean a daily habit or something you go to when you need energetic support. This can be meditation. This can be channeling and writing. This can be going for walks. I mean, there's so many ways that you can move energy. This is, of course, energy work. This is also what you do regularly to take care 
of your spiritual self. So Saturn in Pisces is going to show us what is real, what is true, what's not working. Saturn will expose the illusions. It will also bring a reality check to the propaganda. It's also going to highlight anything that is complete and ending, which is part of the Pisces experience, where we take the best and highest with us and leave the rest. Saturn is going to make that very clear in your life and in your reality. It will also be important to stay on top of your health, which is something that Pisces also rules. It is looking at what you're now doing on a regular basis that supports your energy and keeps you in good health. So this is going to be another time of being responsible for all of our energy. But as with Saturn, we bring it into our daily 3D reality and look at what is best for my daily practices. And I am feeling like there will be some more global changes, uh, regulations around health issues. And there could be things coming up that will be tested, that will be managed. Uh, There could be new rules and regulations, which Saturn loves. Saturn loves boundaries. Saturn loves policies. Saturn loves any kind of structure that says this is what we're going to do. So we are not done with the health issues that have been affecting us globally. I am feeling like there will be new things that show up and this could be worldwide. This could be based on various practices in certain countries and communities. It just feels like there's going to be some things put in place around the management of these health issues. Saturn entering Pisces is going to be supportive for any of your planets or points in water signs, specifically in Cancer and Scorpio, as Saturn in Pisces will trine your planets in Cancer and Scorpio. Saturn is also going to be supporting Earth sign energy. So Taurus, Virgo, and Capricorn are going to be feeling the Saturn in Pisces stabilization here. And it's actually going to be working heavily with those of you born in the mid-1960s, where you were born with Uranus and Pluto in Virgo, and possibly as well Chiron and Saturn in Pisces. I'm going to do a separate episode talking about those energies because I feel like this is very significant that those who have this strong Pisces Virgo polarity axis in your chart, this Saturn in Pisces is going to be pivotal for you in what you are letting go of and separating away from the changes that are right on time, uh, where you are being asked by your higher self to trust what you need to let go of. And that's part of what Saturn in Pisces will highlight and bring up. Now, your planets, if you have planets in Pisces, then this transit of Saturn is a reality check. It brings you back into the earthly realms. It wants you to ground in and assess how you are working with Pisces energies. And this can be difficult at times and challenging and burdensome because Saturn brings things front and center, shows you your responsibilities. And so if you are the more matured expression of Pisces energies, then there's a part of you that will say yes and will eagerly take care of what you need to tend to. 
the lower expressions of Pisces will push things away, procrastinate or sabotage or just not want to deal with it, in which case the Saturn in Pisces transit could be harder and tougher if there are things you have repeatedly not looked at, pushed away, you don't want to deal with it. This is where Saturn is going to bring your feet to the fire and have you take care of things that are essential and necessary. And again, that will be on March 7th that Saturn enters Pisces. And later on in the year, we will see the Saturn retrograde where then Saturn returns back to zero degrees of Pisces. So we're going to be working with these energies on and off through the retrograde phase. And that gives us time to really learn from them, to stay aware of our energy and to also remain detached, which is a Pisces strength where you can allow the trust to happen. You can be graceful with things as they leave or they come in. We're really owning more of what that means to continually be in that state of flow and to work with the influx of energies that we don't always have control over. So Saturn in Pisces is another big energy in March. And after Saturn moves into Pisces, We're going to have the Aries equinox on March 20th. The sun will enter Aries at 5.24 p.m. That is Eastern time. And then the next day we have the Aries new moon, which is a powerful activation of new beginnings, especially because that Aries new moon is receiving a sextile from Pluto. And Pluto then enters Aquarius just two days after the Aries new moon enters Aquarius on March 23rd and is supporting these Aries energies of initiation, leadership, new beginnings, pioneering something in your life. And that is part of this energy here in March is that we're moving into new territory for our soul's experiences. There are things opening up that you could feel are right on time. You are ready for this new energy field, these new frequencies and what matters to you now that perhaps you've just never experienced before. This is part of the strong energy of, well, we're here to do things in a higher way from a higher consciousness. And of course, we know the journey takes us on all these various paths. We go up, we go down, we go back, we go forth. We have all these twists and turns on the spiral. And this is where we're at a point in our collective timelines where we're ready for what's new and what's next and we haven't been here before. So that's where we are also summoning the courage, independence, and strength which are some of the Aries higher expressions to trust this new path, to move into this new space, even without the answers or the information. Aries is before the mind gets involved. Aries is that immediate yes, that impulsive, I have to do it and I don't know why. So that's something you could be feeling here throughout March that you're sensing, I've got to trust this energy. I've got to follow this path. I want to say yes to this. I'm going to do the thing. 
And this is where you don't even have all the information. You don't have the hows. You're like, I don't know how this is going to work. I don't know if this will pay off. I don't know where this is going to lead. But part of opening up into this energy is just going for it and seeing how this is where we're checking in and honoring our ability to trust and to just stay open to the new adventure at hand. So this Aries Equinox portal involves the sun's ingress into Aries, which is the beginning of the full zodiac wheel, followed by that Aries new moon at one degrees of Aries and really setting off into some new places in yourself in your own consciousness, in your own energy and life that are waiting for you. And that's part of what excites the Aries energy. This is also where something has your name on it. And that's part of the Aries personal energy signature, which is subjective. And it's like, okay, I want this. This is for me. I'm going to do this. And there's something that could clearly have your name on it. Again, without having the full story, without having all the information, but that's where you're just sensing it. And you could also feel it very strongly in your body consciousness. So this Aries new moon that is sextiling Pluto is supporting us in some powerful rebirthing, powerful new ways of understanding what is possible for us in this lifetime, especially if it's something you never thought you would do, you never thought you would experience, you never thought you would go there. It has that energy in it as well. And so right after the Aries new moon, Pluto enters Aquarius on March 23rd. And this is, of course, a big deal in the astrological world. It's something we've been talking about for a few years now. And this is an entry point into a new frequency and timeline where we haven't been before that is going to take us into some very exciting places. But Pluto, when it enters a sign, it shakes the earth. There's something that gets rattled. And Pluto is also the energy of what needs to be destroyed and torn down first. So when Pluto moves into a new sign, there can be some very startling revelations, especially in Aquarius. Aquarius being about electricity, lightning strikes, fast moving energies, those really quick ideas that you just get. This is about the breakthroughs and how things can advance at a quantum speed. So Pluto moves into Aquarius, which is connecting us further with the quantum field and opening us up to even more that we didn't even know was happening or transpiring or going on, especially underneath the surface. Well, Pluto wants to reveal all those secrets, wants to show us the truth, and that is a guiding theme of Pluto. Let's dig in to the truth. And in order to get there, in order to understand what that is, we have to destroy and take down the untruths or what isn't a hundred percent or what isn't fully real. So we always have big revelations with Pluto. And I think as Pluto moves into Aquarius for the first time and stays there until June, there's going to be some things coming up that are really 
going to be perhaps astonishing or shocking to some people. This is also where we're going to see a further separation between different levels of consciousness and also an affirmation of your own timeline, an affirmation of where you're at, what you're connecting to, what resonates with you that perhaps you don't even need anybody else to validate or verify. You're just very clear on this is where I'm at in my journey. And this is what I'm understanding about myself, the truth about myself that is strongly resonating with me now. So Pluto entering Aquarius is the biggest energy and it will reveal more of what we need to know, especially in Aquarius energies. Now, Pluto moves back and forth between Capricorn and Aquarius in 2023 and 2024. I have an episode for you where we talk about these as the crossover years. What happens as Pluto goes back and forth between one sign and the next. And when we look at how Capricorn is about tradition, Aquarius is about anarchy and rebellion and not following a traditional path. For all the ways that Pluto in Capricorn is an earth sign and disrupting and changing our earthly reality on this planet, Pluto moving into Aquarius, an air sign, is about shifting our thoughts, our visions, what we are really focusing on that we're actively co-creating now. And is it still a truth? Is it still what you want? Aquarius relates to technology, engineering, science, exploration beyond what is known, going into space. And all of these have been very big themes for a number of years. They're going to become more front and center. But Pluto is going to reveal the truth, meaning what isn't real? What are the fake narratives that have been sold or told through the mainstream media? What are the storylines that don't have much to them? It's just all smoke and mirrors. What is the truth here in what is happening in technology, especially when we get into the energies of the human experience, our own humanity, and then you bring in transhumanism. And what has been going on around that? Well, we've already been receiving information and seeing that come alive, but it's not the full story. So transhumanism becomes more prominent as Pluto moves into Aquarius. And that's looking at the cloning how DNA has been used for different experiments and hybrid projects. It's looking at what's been going on in the secret labs, the underground labs, the labs in the oceans, what's been happening as well in space, where there has been a ton of activity, a ton of energies in their own battles, but also how those energies are affecting our planet and what is happening in terms of the satellites and the drones and all of the other experiments that are happening circling around our planet. All of that is going to come more to our forefront and it's going to be startling. It's going to be things that people thought were too crazy. They will think, oh, it's supposed to be only in a science fiction movie. I can't believe it's really happening. But it is happening and it has been happening 
happening for a while. And it's not simply about making up stories about fake alien invasions. Aliens have been here for many, many decades, if not centuries. They've been all around us and there have been many versions of different species on this planet that have been covered up and hidden. So all of these are the themes that we're going to move into as Pluto enters Aquarius and takes us out of our human realms, out of our own comfort zones as well. And that's something that Aquarius does. It asks us to stretch. It asks us to look at what we thought was weird or crazy or impossible. And Aquarius will say, actually, it's real. Actually, it's been happening. But we look for visual validation. We look for proof. And we're going to see things come up and come through that can be very startling. And also, it's going to show us not only what's been happening behind closed doors and under the surface, but we're going to have to use our own intelligence to really be smart here about where we give our consent, where we opt in, where we say yes. Artificial intelligence has been around for many, many years and has been integrated into many platforms, but it's only recently been something that comes across as sexy or interesting or engaging. But artificial intelligence can expand in quantum ways, so we have to be very smart about how much we interact with AI because we don't want or need these energies to take over our humanness, to take over our humanity. We don't want them to take over every job sector or to dominate our lives or to have full control over all aspects of our world. And we also want to be aware of how much data is being collected with AI because part of how it can be unconsciously nurtured is that it takes in all this data and information and becomes smarter. It's continually learning. It's continually adding into the database of knowledge that it has. And before long, it's almost like it becomes this really easy thing for us to rely on. So I feel like part of our power right now is to be aware of where we're becoming lazy with technology where we are overly reliant upon the convenience of technology to the point where we just say, yes, sure, why not, without thinking it through. So Pluto Aquarius, think it through. Where is this going? And maybe it doesn't seem like it could happen right now or next year, but these energies, especially in the quantum field, can leapfrog us ahead into new potentials really quickly. So we need to be on our game here. We need to stay very conscious and aware. How much AI do I want in my life? How much of it do I want in my world? Do I really need a robotic dog as a pet? How much do I want my refrigerator collecting data on me in terms of the money I spend on food and groceries and how often I shop? Keep in mind, all of this data has already been collected, especially through our phones. Yes, your best friend known as your mobile device. Also, of course, through the internet, social media, all of the behind the scenes connections and collaborations that have been in place for a few years now, those are finally coming out as we've seen with the Twitter files, as we've seen with ways that other governments work with social media. All of this is coming out in a very big way. Because Pluto in Aquarius wants the truth. What's the truth of this energy? What's the truth of these situations? So we're entering into some much broader themes 
that also require long-term thinking and to understand where is this going? Where could this potentially go? Do I want to opt into that? Am I going to give that my thumbs up? Am I going to give that my fingerprint? So we're looking at how these energies of electronics, technology, and science are potentially hurting and harming our human experience to the point that we don't even see it right now, but it can play out in ways that actually bring about Atlantis all over again. And that's what I'm feeling about this Pluto ingressing into Aquarius is that it is going to bring up the experiences of Atlantis and where things have gone too far, where there has been a lack of respect for humanity, where there has been a lack of understanding of the value of the human spirit, the value of the human mind, the human energy systems, the value of the human heart. And that's something we're going to have to be aware of and keep reminding ourselves about is that, okay, this might seem really sexy right now and so convenient and yay, I don't have to do much. I can just press a button and everything in my world keeps spinning. But where does that lead five years or 10 years down the road? And those are the things that we do need to stay in contact with because this is a planet for humans. This is our planet. This is not a little robot hub. This is not meant to be a place that is overtaken by other species or other entities unless we allow it, unless we co-sign that agreement and say, yes, sure, come on in. But not all beings have humanity's best and highest good in their own interest. So there are going to be some much bigger conversations unfolding. Well, they already are, truthfully. And we're going to become more aware of how these energies are working with us on a daily basis. We're also going to be surprised at what has already been happening with technology and science. I also feel like whatever they're going to share about things occurring in space will be quite interesting and fascinating. And then of course, there will be more cover-ups or ongoing cover-ups. There will be more that is not disclosed. But I think that one of the energy signatures of Pluto in Aquarius is disclosure, is the fact that a lot is going to be revealed and it's going to show us what our choices are next. Where do we go from here? What do I actively choose in my life, in my world? Where are my priorities? And I feel too like one of the things that we really have to stay mindful of is how much we value each other, how much we value our personal connections, our relationships, our one-on-one interactions, our in-person interactions. In fact, that's something too that can counterbalance a lot of the Aquarius energies is how we don't only rely on electronics, technology, social media, websites for interaction. We show up in person. We interact with each other's aura. We understand what it means to respect and honor the human touch, the power of the human body, the necessity of in-person relationships, of friendships, of staying in our heart space with compassion for each other, acceptance of one another, really honoring and tapping into what the human experience means now. What does it look like now? What does it mean to you now? What are you prioritizing with it? 
That's actually one of the reasons why I've been so motivated to do these retreats and in-person sessions with you is so that we can gather, know each other. You got to look in people's eyes, right? You can't just be looking in a screen. You got to have those human connections, those energetic connections, and they're going to become even more important, even more important as we move into the Pluto in Aquarius energies. So keep that in mind that we're going to need each other. And this is also a strengthening of humanity's energy field. This is a strengthening of what we want to co-create and experience on this planet that cannot be duplicated, that cannot be made into something artificial. In fact, humans are not meant to be artificial beings. And although there have been many DNA experiments and they're ongoing, this is where we really understand that the beauty in humanity is in our authenticity, is in our realness, in how we are each our own energetic frequencies, our own light codes, and our own snowflakes, where no two snowflakes are the same. And to monitor and stay conscious of what is being replaced in ways that don't serve us for the long term. So we will keep talking about this because these are big topics, big themes, and they're going to play out as Pluto continues to move through Aquarius into 2044. So Pluto will be in Aquarius for 20 years. Pluto was in Capricorn for 16 years. So it does have a longer journey through Aquarius. And I want to leave this on another note, which is how, as I mentioned, at the Aries equinox, we have the Aries new moon. Then in April, we're going to have Aries solar eclipse second new moon. We have two Aries new moons and they have different energy signatures. The solar eclipse in April is at 29 degrees squaring Pluto. And I just heard you groan. I just heard you feel that energy. That's probably one of the most powerful eclipses that we're going to have in this decade. We're going to keep talking about that. And it also sets off some other energies. So I just want to let you know that we're entering into very big territory, but we've got this. You know so much. You've come so far. You've learned so much about yourself, your energy, what you want, what you don't want, that there's things I feel like we can't be rocked away from when we're in our power. And I'm feeling it as a rising spiritual power. Spiritual power cannot be duplicated. It is not something that an artificial creation can also embody. Spiritual power is something we move through and we earn, right? Through our energetics and everything that we move through. And this is not something that can be cloned. So this is also part of our rising power. Keep in mind, there are other beings in our galaxy who do not want humans to be empowered. And so there are other agendas at play here. So keep in mind that what we are moving through is a very big new chapter, and yet we're here for it. We signed up for it. We raised our hand and said, yes, I want to be there. I want to contribute. I want this to be part of my soul's experience. I want this to be part of what I contribute to for the collective's best and highest good, as well as for my own best and highest good. So March is a powerhouse of energies. There is a lot unfolding, a lot going on, and we are moving into some new frequencies that we haven't been in before. So welcome all aboard. Here we go. Let's do it.
especially as we stay mindful of what is essential. You can still join my 2023 Soul Growth Astrology program, which goes through the major astrology of this year and talks about Saturn in Pisces, Pluto in Aquarius, the eclipses of this year. This is a way to look at your astrology chart and see how these energies are working with you personally, what is coming up for you in your own soul growth, and where to be on top of these energies in your own life. So please check that out. I will put it below the podcast. And this is also where you bring your astrology chart to look at where Saturn enters Pisces in your chart, where Pluto enters Aquarius in your chart, etc. So this is where you take the information and apply it to your own chart, and it's going to give you some amazing insights and breakthroughs as to what 2023 will be about for you. As always, thank you so much for joining me. Thank you for being here. I am so grateful for your time, energy, and attention. As we discuss these astrological influences, you can find out more about me over at mollymccord.online. That's where you'll find all of my current courses and programs. And do please check out my YouTube channel where you'll find in the playlists a ton of videos and topics to go into for yourself and to understand your energy even more. So be sure and check me out on YouTube as I hope that information supports you as well. I'll be back on Wednesday for another episode. Thank you for joining me and I hope you have a beautiful journey through March. I'll see you back here soon.